discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. It says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. Hallelujah. Are you glad to be in church? Wow. Hallelujah. The quality of your life, okay, the quality of your life, take what I'm saying very seriously, the quality of your life is dependent on the revelation of God that you have. Did you hear what I said? Say the quality of life that I have is dependent on the revelation of God that I have. Yeah. And to have revelation knowledge concerning God's word, you need to have access to God's word. Revelation knowledge comes out of the knowledge of God's word. Okay? Yeah. So the more you hear, the more revelation you receive, the better your life as a child of God and your fruitfulness. If you are being paid a thousand cities right now, thousand cities is nothing. It will not do anything. You can't live on a thousand cities for the next, in five years' time, it is, even five years is too far away. A year or two, it may, it may mean nothing to you. Okay? Yeah, you see, I'm not talking in, in, in other respects because you understand money. It's the easiest thing to understand because all of us relate to money. It's the easiest thing to relate with. Okay? Just so that you can understand what we are saying. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A thousand cities, it will finish right now. Now, the, the quality of your life, your financial life, can increase if you have a higher revelation knowledge of God's word. Okay? That thousand cities, if you have revelation concerning God eh, and his word, you will know that that thousand cities is a seed. You will know, but you see, it's a big deal for you now. As I'm saying, it's like, hey, what is the man saying? Uh, because you don't have a certain kind of revelation. That is why. That is why. You, do, you don't have a certain kind of revelation. So when the thousand cities comes, giving fights is even a problem. Do you see? You start talking about fight, that fighting is not from God. Fighting has ended. It ended in the Old Testament. It was, it was under the law. We are under grace. So right now it is different. You start giving all kinds of excuses. Hmm. And the, the thousand cities will finish early. And you borrow. And borrow for a long... Yeah. There are a lot of people who are owing. But the blessings of the Lord lets you know that you will lend and you will not borrow. That's what the Bible says. It says you will lend and not borrow. Yeah. 
<laughs> Yesterday I met some people and we were talking and you know their salaries came on, on but I was like this is this one is a seed. It's not what is eight hundred cities going to do for you? Yeah, and that's what most university people are paid now. Yeah, the companies have gotten wiser. They don't put you on as a permanent staff. You are now a contract staff. I know someone has gone for contract for 15 years. Yes, because if they put him on perm permanently, they will have to pay a certain amount of money, and they don't want to do it. So you are contract. Yes, just keep coming and keep going. Wow, three thousand cities is not much. You need to you need to increase. How do you increase? Is it by doing investments? Haven't you noticed the investments are closing? They are collapsing. Haven't you noticed? Or you've not noticed? I the only one who is not in Ghana. Yeah. Is it the business? Yes, you can do it. But what type of business do you have to do? That will help you and make things work for you. You need revelation. You need insight. Okay? You need if you don't get if you don't have revelation, you will not know what to do. You will do what everybody else is doing, and hence you will have the results that everybody else is everyone else is having. Please you understand. So your 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 spiritual life is so important. Man is a spirit being. Okay? You are a spirit being, you are not a body. Slap your neighbor and ask, are you a body or what are you? <laughs> Tell anybody you are not a body. This is just a container. How many of you buy perfumes because of the, how nice the container looks? Is that what you do? That is why we don't just marry a beautiful lady or a handsome young man. Oh, that is just a container. Do you get it? You marry the content. Have we had this, this adage by the account? Subayati singing saying, Untimin face, Uchumutaya, Ebepie. Character is like pregnancy. No matter how much you hide it, it will show forth after some time. You can't be beautiful. The says beauty is vain. But a woman who fears the Lord shall be praised. Yeah. So your beauty will take you to the marriage. <laughs> but your character will bring you back home. You'll be surprised. Oh, is that true? You will come back home sharp. You will come back. You marry your father, I tell you. You will come back. You will be shocked. And you see, character, your character is affected by your growth in the spirit. Don't think that Christianity has nothing to do with your character. Christianity has a lot to do with your character. In Galatians chapter 5, verse 22, he says, Now the fruits of the spirit, he was talking about the recreated human spirit. Now, but the fruit of the spirit, hmm? he's talking about. The, the, they, they translated it with a big S, meaning that that's the Holy Spirit. But actually, the Holy Spirit does not bear fruit because He is the vine, and we are the branches. Okay, ninety-nine percent of the trees in the world that produces fruits produce their fruit on their branches. It's, I think it's only cocoa that produces it on the stem, isn't it? Or on the vine. Hallelujah. So we are the fruit-bearing part of the vine. Okay? In John chapter, chapter, um, chapter 15, verse 1. Look at John 15. We'll come back to this. John 15, 1. I'm actually giving you an opportunity to ask questions, but I'm, this is just a preamble that I'm being led to tell you. Okay? 
Jesus said, I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. The word vine, I don't know if you have any other version that will say something else. ASV. Do you understand vine? Do you know what a vine is? Hey. Grape vine. You know now grape is part, so you understand, isn't it? Or you've not seen grape before. Huh. He's basically talking about a tree. Yes. Mango tree. Let's use mango tree. I am the mango tree. <laughs> then he says, and my father is the gardener. So God the Father is a gardener. And the tree, the mango tree, is Jesus Christ. Okay? Next verse. He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit. And he proves the branches that do bear fruit, so they will produce even more. Next verse. It's actually not he cast down. He says, you have, been, you have already been pruned and purified by the message I have given you. Now, jump to verse 5. I want you to just look at verse 5. Yes, I am the vine. You are the branches. Have you seen it? Yeah. Tell neighbor, you are the branch. <laughs> Tell the other neighbor, you are a branch. <laughs> In the vine which is Christ. Okay, so we are one. All these things let us know how one we are with him. He is the vine, we are the branches. And hence, we are the fruit-bearing part of the, of the vine. We produce the fruit. So when he talks about the fruit of the Spirit, he's actually talking about the fruit of your human spirit. Okay? And then he starts listing them. He talks about things that form the character of a person. So go back to Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit, he didn't say fruits. Have you seen he's not saying fruits? He says the fruit, meaning that there's just one fruit that it bears. And that fruit is love. The fruit of the Spirit is love. And out of love comes joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such, there is no law. Now, let's go back and then uh, let's read it in the Amplified so that I explain it some more for you, okay? You, your character is very important. Your character can get you a very good job somewhere. Yeah, the kind of, the kind of person you are. Eh? Your character, what, how you talk, the things that come out of your mouth. Ask your neighbor, how is your character? Does it smell like Totobi? Do you know Totobi? It says, but the fruit of the Holy Spirit, the work which is presence within you accomplishes is love. Love. Now, what is love? Love is love is love. <laughs> eh? Love. Love is preferring the other person. And thinking about the other person and the other person's good. Do you see? Not having a character of selfishness. The opposite of love is selfishness. Eh? All type of self. self selfishness, self-centeredness, self selfie. <laughs> yeah, selfie. Self what? 
self-righteousness, self-accomplishment, self-madeness, self-you. Hallelujah. Yeah. Love is considering the other person. Do you see? Uh-huh. Considering the other person. Being a blessing to the other person. Being kind to the other person. Making room for the other person to exist around you. Not insulting and gossiping and saying bad things about people. Becoming a slanderous person. That is not love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. You see, love is spiritual. Love is not of the flesh or love is not physical. It is spiritual. Love can be sensed. Do you understand? Love can be sensed. Character, eh? Character is spiritual. Character can be sensed. You can meet somebody and know the person's character before the person opens the person's mouth. Yeah, you can. You can just know that this person, there's something wrong. Yes. Their character that their characters that are influenced by devils, influenced by demons. Yeah. The Bible says that the devil entered Judas. And because the devil entered Judas, he betrayed Jesus. Meaning that the devil entered him and influenced him to become a betrayer. He betrayed Jesus with a kiss. The devil influenced his character. Yeah. I'm wondering how I got into this. But, yeah, the, you, 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 must, you must allow the word of God to change you. It, you can't just be coming and going and coming and going for nothing. You must allow the word of God to change you. You must, you must allow it. If you don't allow it, it will not have any influence over you. You can come to church for 20 years. It won't do much for you. And you will not have much results because you are hearing the knowledge of God, but there is no revelation. You are not receiving any revelation. Do you see? Uh-huh. That is why you must expose yourself to it. It will change the way you look at things. It will change the way you look at the world. The way you look at people. Hmm? You will not have a problem with forgiving the other person. No matter what the person does to you, you will be able to forgive the other person. And you will, not, you will end up not blocking your own advancement. Have you read Matthew chapter 18 before? In Matthew chapter 18, there was this young guy who owed his lord or his master $10 million. And his master, he begged his master to forgive him. And his master said, it's okay, I've forgiven you all your, I've forgiven you all your debt. And he let him go. When the guy walked out, he saw someone who was owing him 10, was it $10 or $20? $20, the Amplified shows us the real value. $20. He was owing $10 million and he was forgiven. When he saw his friend who owed him $20, he held him by his neck and said, give me all that you owe me or else I will jail you. The guy said, oh, be patient with me, I'll pay. He said, no, I will not be patient with you. And he put him behind bars. He put him behind bars. And then the other servants, seeing what had happened, went to report to their master that, master, you forgive this guy $10 million. This guy is owing him $20. He has jailed him. Then his master called him and said to him, You contemptible and wicked attendant, I forgave and cancelled all that great debt of yours because you begged me to. Next verse. 
And should you not have had pity and mercy on your fellow attendant as I had? I had pity and mercy on you. Shouldn't you have had pity on your fellow servant? If you don't understand how much God has forgiven you, eh, you will not understand why you should forgive another person. And why you should show pity and mercy to the other person, even though the other person did something wrong to you. You take offense. Offense will be World Cup. You can't stay in any church. You can't stay anywhere. Church is a place to be offended. If you are not yet offended, you are, still, you are not close. You are hanging around. Come closer, you will see. We'll step on your toe. We'll do something you don't like. I will do it. Pastor Ellie will do it. Every all of us will do it. My wife will do it. Somebody will do something and say something that you don't like. Shout on you in a certain way. Hey, my friend. Hey, me in my house, they don't shout on me. They don't shout on us. Which church is it that you have come that they are shouting on us? You want to control me? Hey. Are you see what I'm talking about? That is love. Love forgives. Love does not pick offenses. If you marry and you, you don't learn to forgive, you are in trouble. You, you, it can't work. If you are keeping things in your heart, you can kill your wife. Or you can kill your husband. It is the easiest thing in marriage to have killer thoughts enter your head. In the stew, nah, you want to put some broken bottles, ground it very nicely and just spice it. Hey! Have you ever heard about that story called Daddy's Salt? Daddy's Salt. You've never heard it? One day. Say one day. There was a woman who was fighting with her husband. The husband was annoying him because the husband was doing a lot of foolish things and she couldn't bear it. So she decided to kill the husband and she grounded bottles fine you know very fine and then mixed it with salt so when she cooks the food she fetches some for the husband and then gets that salt and puts that salt in that particular one for the husband so the daughter she she always say oh get daddy salt uh, so she'll tell the daughter, get daddy salt for me. And then they'll get daddy salt. And then she'll put the salt inside. Daddy's soup. She was killing him slowly. Killing me softly. Do you know killing me softly? <laughs> hey. Wickedness is real. Yeah. And the guy died, actually. Yes, the guy died. And the... Uh, I think the daughter was coming, they were coming, the police was, were asking questions. And that is, oh, there was a special salt that we used to give to daddy. Maybe you can check that one. When they went to check, there were bro- broken bottles all over. And the guy's intestines were gone completely. Yeah. Unforgiveness. You can have a character of unforgiveness. An unforgiving character. And it will spoil a lot of your opportunities in your life. All by yourself because you did not allow the word of God to change you with respect to your character. You can have an insulting character. Do you see? Like insult is nothing. Oh, feel free or chops. My friend, you see, I don't even know how to insult. I, I don't know how to insult. I don't know the words for insult. I, I honestly don't know. 
I honestly don't know. Because I've not used any for maybe 20 years. I'm, I'm telling you the honest truth. Or more. Yeah, I don't know insult. Have you ever heard me insulting somebody before? You've been with me for more than 10 years. You've been with me for some. Have you heard me insulting somebody? Like I'm insulting. He's a very foolish boy. He doesn't respect. There's nothing you would do to me that will make me insult you. For what? No, it's not possible. I've allowed the word of God to change me along that line. It is ah, it is too possible. I remember when I went to university first year, I started learning how to insult. I was in Katanga Hall. Yes, and at that time, they start every statement with aboa and end with kwasia. Aboa is animal, kwasia is what? Fool. Uh-huh. So, like you're talking to your, your boy's voice. Abua, Charlie, this is, this is, you say what you want to say. Kwasia. Like you begin with Abua and end with Kwasia. Yes, it's beginning and end. Yeah. Abua. Abua, Charlie, come here, come here. Can't can, can, can say if you go feel help maker do this thing. Kwasia. So when I came home, when I came home after uh, first semester, I was talking to my younger brother. And I was doing that. Abua, brown, baby. You know, Abua, come. My mom was then. My mom noticed that something is wrong, so she called me. and said, Ah, what is going on? I said, What is happening? Yeah, have you noticed how you are talking? How am I talking? She said, You use Abua to start and you use Kwasia to end all the time. I said, Eh. Hey. She said, Yes. You watch yourself. So I watched myself for some few hours. I realized that, Hey, it is true. Yeah. And I decided to change it. And revert back to my usual way because in my in my house we don't do that we don't words are very important where, where i was brought up you don't just talk anyhow yeah you have to be careful with what you're saying hey. so you can change it's possible you can change if you don't allow the Lord god to change you you realize that you are with your father and your father-in-law to be or you are with your father-in-law and then you say abua yeah, you'll be surprised. Yeah. Yeah, you'll be driving with your father-in-law. Somehow across you say, Kwasia! When you said the here, your face like a punch. Hey! You will say something you're not supposed to say, and your father-in-law will be looking at you like this. Hey! Bruh! Oh, really? Is that how you are? Yeah, is that what you do to my daughter? Wow. Allah, say the, the word of God must change me. I'll allow the word of God to change me. Yeah. Decide, though. If you don't, you will go and come and go and come. The quality of your life will not be changing, and hence your, your fruitfulness, your results will not be showing. It will not be showing at all. The quality of your life is dependent on the revelation of God that you have. Okay? It depends on it. Big time. Big time. They say a child who knows how to wash the hand can eat with adults, isn't it? Yeah? You can easily relate with adults on a certain level and become a favorite and have certain kinds of opportunities coming to you. I'm talking about your bosses and all of those people. Some people don't know how to be related with their bosses. It's a problem. Some people don't know how to relate with their bosses. Yeah. 
You should know how to talk to them. How to relate. Okay? Even when they are blasting you, you take it patiently. It's in the Bible, though. It's in the Bible. It says, take it patiently. Yeah. Second Peter, I can show you so many scriptures, but... Hallelujah. Subain, tell me about Subain. Character. It is like pregnancy. No matter what you do, it will show forth. We will see what you did in the night. Hey! We will see it. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. All right. So I want you to ask questions. Uh, it's the first. It's been two months since we did question and answer, isn't it? Oh, isn't it? Wow. So, um, we're actually doing question and answers today. So I was just talking freestyle, just for your benefit. Yeah, increase the, your revelation knowledge. Okay. Yeah. Do you know that up to date, there are those who feel that. Um, the devil is very powerful in their lives and the devil can do a lot of things in their lives christians church members of this church as of, as of now there are still people who think like that so you look for people to interpret your dreams for you there's no gift of interpretation of dreams in the new testament there's none did you see anything like that in first corinthians 12 and first corinthians 14 there's nothing like that it doesn't exist dreams are the last place that god will use to communicate to you if the lord tries to get to you through the word and he's not getting to you because you are not reading it if he tries to get to you through a message and he's not getting to you because you are not listening to the message you're not listening to the messages if he tries to get to you through others okay because the lord can use anybody to talk to you but when it's not getting through to you, through even through others, because sometimes you can be talking to somebody and then God will. It's like uh, the dumb ass that spoke to Balaam, the prophet. God can let a stone talk to you. That means that someone who is not even born again can be used by the Lord to talk to you. Oh, it's the easiest thing. I remember in 2011, there was a major decision I was going to make. And God used somebody who was not even born again to tell me about it. After that, other people started confirming for me. Yeah. So if God is not getting through to you, through those who are around you, because you don't even respect them, you don't think that they are spiritual enough to say anything to you. Do you understand? Like you can have a friend and your relationship is not spiritual. You are both in church, but your relationship is not spiritual. It's just friendship. It's strictly friendship. Foolish friendship, of course. That's basically what I'm trying to say. Foolishness in friendship. A friend is someone you can fool with. No, so. Someone you can be so relaxed around that you can say certain things around. No discussion of Bible, the Word of God, Holy Spirit. Let's pray together. Let's fast together. Let's go and do some evangelism together. When you meet, what are we eating? Which restaurant are we going to? Which boys are we talking about? Who are we gossiping about? Who are we doing this about? That's all. That's all. It's finished. 
I used to be in one of one church, our church, one of our branches. I used to be in that branch. And I had some leaders in there who after church will always go and go and eat together. And they'll be talking about people. Right after church, they go and go and sit. You know what I'm talking about? Were you there in that church? Yeah. I'm talking about Alpha. There were some leaders there who would go after church and then they'll sit down with some wachi or some yam or something and then they'll start talking. Hey, did you see this person? The attire she was wearing. She wore it last week and last two weeks. Have you noticed that she has worn that dress for three, for three, three continuous Sundays? Hmm. I'm even wondering about her. I'm wondering. Hmm. When she, when she wakes up today, she'll be doing two no. Like she has money. I mean, she doesn't have anything. She has worn the same dress. Have you, have you noticed? You next week, you see that she'll bring that same dress. That's just what we're doing. About four of them, four or five of them, they'll sit and discuss people. Yeah. Bringing confusion over the, all over the place. Saying things that do not, have never happened. You know, when you, when you are into gossiping, you, you want to say things. Yeah, like something new must come. So even what, and it must be more dramatic, even what does not exist, exists in your, you have to, and it ends up becoming true in your mind. Yeah, it becomes true in your mind. That, oh, it's just, this one is the truth. Hey! It's wrong. When we meet, we must pray. When we meet, we must, we must talk about spiritual things, the word of God. Let's discuss the word. Let's pray for the people who have challenges. One day, one of our pastors was, was with me, and he brought up another man of God's uh, story. As he was talking, I was listening to it. Then the Lord told me, what are you doing? I said, oh, he's talking, I'm listening. The Lord told me, it's not every truth that edifies. Not all truth edifies. Yes. Speaking the truth in love may grow up in him. You must speak truth in love. If the truth you are speaking, this is Ephesians chapter 4, verse 16. You must speak the truth in love. If you are speaking the truth and it is not in love, there is no love around it. Maybe what you are saying about that person is true. But then it is, it is not lovely. Like you are spoiling the person for the other person or to the other person. 15. But speaking the truth in love, have you seen it? May grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. We must speak the truth in love. Meaning that you can be saying something that is true, but are you saying it in love? If it is in love, you consider how the other person would feel if he or she should hear that this information came from you. So you keep, you, you don't say some things. You keep something. You don't, love covers a multitude of sins. Even if the person has done something wrong, you must cover it. It shouldn't come from you. You should watch what you're saying. Yes, you should watch what you're saying. So he was talking, this gentleman was talking about this man, I was talking, 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 talking. And the Lord was talking to me as he was talking to me. And I realized that, you know, this information, even though it is true, it is not correct. So I stopped him and I said, let's pray for him. There are times we will talk about certain things. And I'll say, let's pray. I'll bring someone up and i say, let's pray for the person. Yeah. Let's pray for the person. After we have identified the problems, that this is the problem, this is the problem, this is what the person is going through, let's pray. That's how we end. I've done that so many times with you. Am I lying? All the time. Anytime we discuss any, something should come up about somebody, something. Let's pray. 
we are going to pray for this person. We are going to pray for the person to have strength to overcome this particular challenge that is in the person's life. Not, hmm. So that's why I'm not relating with her. Because she doesn't respect. She doesn't respect me at all. Yeah, when you greet her, she doesn't respond. She uses her head. No, you take the position of love. You, the matured one, should take the position of love. If a brother be over, Galatians 6, that's one. If a brother be overtaking a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such an one, considering thine own self, lest thou also be tempted. Hmm? Brethren, if a man be overtaking, if someone has had a problem, you which are spiritual, restore. How do you restore? With good words, with prayer. Supply the spirit to the person. Talk to the Lord for the person. First John chapter 5, 16. Go to 16. If any man see his brother sin a sin which is not unto death, there are sins that are not unto death. Okay? A sin that is not unto death is any sin that is apart from the sin of not believing in Jesus Christ. Do you understand? Uh -huh. There's one sin that takes people to hell. Not believing in the Lord Jesus Christ or rejecting Jesus Christ. That's, what, that's the sin that leads to death, eternal death. But apart from that, any other thing that any Christian does is a sin that does not lead to death. Please, you understand? He says, if any man sees his brother's sin, a sin which is not unto death, he says, he shall ask. What does it mean to ask? He shall pray. He says, pray to the Lord. And he shall give him life for them that sin not unto death. So ask, pray. Your prayer supplies life to that person. He says, you can supply life. That's why he says, you which are spiritual, restore such an one. How? Through prayer. How do you pray? Pray for strength for the person to be able to overcome the problems the person is having. You are not standing. By grace, we stand. Eh? You are standing by grace. You have not done some things, what the person is doing, not because you are some powerful Christian, but because of the grace of God that is keeping you. It's the Lord that is keeping you from doing some things. Not because you are some wild guy. You are not smoking because you are some, you are not a chimney. You are equally a chimney, just that there's no fire coming out of the chimney, basically. It's gossip that comes out of the chimney. Hey. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. He says, you which are spirit, you, he says, pray, ask. He shall ask and he shall give him, he shall supply life for that person. Then he says, there's a sin unto death. I've told you about it. I do not say that he shall pray for it. So the sin unto death, you can't pray for the person. You have to preach the person. Do you understand? You can't supply life to the person. He needs to be preached to. He needs to receive salvation. But the one that is not unto death, he can be prayed for. And life can be supplied to that person. Your prayer supplies life. Philippians chapter 1 verse 19. Look at Philippians 1 19. Paul calls it the supply of the spirit. For I know that this shall turn to my salvation through your prayer and the supply of the spirit of Jesus Christ. Have you seen it? Yeah, it supplies what? The spirit of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Supply rather than talking. Have you heard? What? What? Hmm. <laughs> you don't know. Do you know this girl? You don't know her. Five years ago. Ooh. Ooh. Five years ago. Ooh. Charlie. Five years. Five years ago. That's a long time ago. Oh. Five years ago. Can't you give the person an opportunity to change? Don't you think the person has changed? 
One day, let me tell you something. One day, someone, a leader did something terrible. Okay? And I knew about it. He's senior to me. He had done something bad. And I knew about it. When I got to know, the Lord told me something. He said that this is an opportunity for you to either go forward spiritually or reduce spiritually. How you handle this information makes all the difference. You see? Because you don't know anyone's personal spiritual life with the Lord. Do you know that? Do you know you don't know what relationship each of us is sustaining with the Lord? You don't know. The person can change in his closet and talk to the Lord to be forgiven and change. And you have the old information of what he did. And that is how you see him and that's how, that's how you think about him. You are filled, brother. You are filled, sister. Yeah. We are all set for the rise and fall of each other. Jesus was set for the rise and fall of many. How you handle him determines whether you rise or fall. That's what God told me. God told me that, listen, this is an opportunity for you to become more spiritual or to become less spiritual. So when someone is telling you something about somebody, notice that great temptation has come. You are being tempted. You are, you are being tempted big time to say something that will let you progress spiritually or let you progress spiritually. How you handle information is very important. Eh? I say, ah, I heard though. Hmm. All these people who are in the church, all these people who are in the church, are you not part of the people who are in the church? So you are talking about yourself. You see, you have to be very careful. Allow the word of God to change. Tell me about allow the word of God to change you. Yes, allow the word of God to change you. Hmm? Look at Ephesians chapter 4. Let's read from verse um, 18. Having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their hearts. Next verse. Who being past feeling have given themselves over to lasciviousness to work all uncleanness with goodness. 20. Then it says, But you have not so learned Christ. Christ is a teaching. Jesus, apart from being a person, is a teaching. He's a school. Other versions say, you have not so learned the Christ. Okay? He puts a definite article there. The Christ. So, there are things he wants you to learn about Jesus Christ. Look at how Jesus handled things and handled people. Hmm? Look at the next verse. If so be that you have heard him and have been taught by him, by Christ... As the truth is in Jesus, next verse, that you put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful life. Let's read Amplified. We don't understand all these big words. Strip yourselves of your former nature. Ah, I thought our old man was crucified with Christ. Is our old man crucified with Christ? He's showing you that that is the legal aspect. He's showing you the practical, experiential aspect. What you need to do. Through the word of God. He says, strip yourselves of your former nature. Put off and discard your old, unrenewed self. Which is characterized, which characterized your previous manner of life. 
and becomes corrupt through lusts and desires that spring from delusion. Next, let me just read it. Uh, as I'm reading, I'm sure if you know English, so you know. And be constantly renewed in the spirit of your mind, having a fresh mental and spiritual attitude towards people, towards situations. Always have a fresh mental and spiritual attitude towards things around you. Relate in love. Let love guide you. Ask yourself, is this thing, am I doing it out of love or am I doing it out of selfishness? Am I cutting the other person down so that I'll look good? That's what, that's, that's the natural self. The natural self is into making another person look bad so that you will look good. Isn't it? Yeah, you say something. Hmm. Hmm. You don't know. You don't know this girl. Five years ago, she slept with four people. And she got pregnant and they didn't know who the child belonged to. Four years ago. Hey. If that's how we are going to live, then nobody will have an opportunity in the church. Because four years ago, five years ago, you too. Ask your neighbor. How are you? <laughs> yeah. Whatsoever is lovely, whatsoever is pure, kind. Hmm? Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Keep your finger here. Let's go there and come. For the rest, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is worthy of reverence and is honorable and seemly, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely and lovable, whatever is kind and winsome and gracious. If there's any virtue and excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think on and weigh and take account of these things. Fix your minds on them. He says, fix your minds on nice things, on good things about people. Do you understand? Yes. Don't think bad thoughts about people, about your brethren, the people who are around you. Mm? Give everybody a long rope. Jesus gave everybody around him a long rope. Peter will talk before thinking. He will just talk. Thomas is a doubter. He's always doubting everything. One day Jesus said, let us go to Jerusalem. Then Thomas said, hey, the Jews of late sought to stone you. Are you going back to Jerusalem? Jesus said, Lazarus is asleep. I'm going to wake him up. Then he said, that, ah, if Lazarus is asleep, then leave him and he'll wake up. Then he said, no, he's dead. I'm going to bring him back to life. Then Thomas said, ah, let's go and go and die. <laughs> That's what Thomas said. No faith. A whole apostle Thomas didn't believe anything. This is John chapter 11. He didn't believe anything. He didn't believe. He was a doubter. Yeah. That's how he was. But Jesus accommodated him. Allowed him to be around. Allowed him to grow. Thomas became an apostle to India and he did a great work in India. Yeah. If Jesus had said, You, you are good for nothing, you are a doubter, there's nothing you will believe. You don't have faith. Come on, get out. India would have had a problem. It's not has a problem, but it would have been worse. Hallelujah. Yeah. James and John were very wild guys, cholerics. They don't, they are bullies, wild guys. They were having an argument concerning who would be greatest in the kingdom of God. And they went to bring their mother into the thing. 
So they went to talk to their mother, mommy. Charlie, this thing that we are doing, ministry, no, it's very powerful. We need to make sure we are in the right place. And got their mother into the argument and brought their mother to Jesus Christ to come and find a place for them in heaven. One on the left, one on the right. Ah, small thing that we are discussing, I brought your mother inside. What's the meaning of this? Small boys. I, small boys. One day, Jesus sent them to go and look for a place in Samaria. He was on his way to Jerusalem. And he sent them ahead to go and look for a place in, in a village in Samaria so that they can lodge there and then control the following morning. As they were going, the people in the village said, if Jesus comes to stay, stay here for a crusade, they said, no, he's passing through. They said, if he's passing through, then there's no place here. We'll not give him a place to sleep. They said, hey, is that so? You don't give the master a place to sleep. Allah, you'll be, you'll be back. Then they went to tell, tell Jesus about it. And Jesus said, oh, don't worry, it's, it's fine. If they, they will not allow us to be here, it's okay. Then they said, Master, is it okay to call down fire to come and burn down the whole village? We want to demonstrate the power. Let them know that. We too, we did some. Power day. Yeah, oh, it's what I'm saying is in Luke. Luke chapter 14, I think. And Jesus said, you don't know the spirit that you are working with. I'm not Elijah. The son of man has not come into this world to destroy men's lives, but to save men. I'm not here to destroy anybody's life. Elijah called down fire to kill 200 people. Yes. At once, at different times. That is not the spirit I'm carrying. Please, leave them alone. Wow. wow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But Jesus gave all of them opportunity to stay around, to grow, to develop. That is how the church is. The church is a place for allowing people to grow and to mature. Do you understand? Yeah. You must allow the, if you don't allow the word of God to, you would, you would not become what God wants you to become as the years go by. You will be around for a long time, but you will be useless for God and for his kingdom because you are not changing. If five years ago you were into master gossiping and master uh, lying and master fornication and master certain things, five years has come. Check your life. And see if you have changed. The Bible says to judge yourself. Hmm? It's important to judge yourself and see if you are in the faith. Check and see. Am I getting better? Or I have taken God for granted? Have I taken the word of God for granted? What do I do when they preach to me? When I'm preached to? Do I say it is nothing? Or I allow it to change me? Wow. wow. And sometimes people wonder why things are delaying for them. I was reading, to, I was reading Matthew chapter 18 to you, isn't it? The last but one verse. Let's go to Matthew 18, last but one verse. Have you learned anything since I started talking? I don't know where it's coming from, but it's coming. It's, it's good for you. Maybe you need to hear it. Or you don't think you need to hear such things. During Eli's time in First Samuel, First Samuel chapter three, chapter two, chapter three. Okay, there were three people in the temple who were very important: Eli's two sons, Hophni and Phineas, and um, Samuel, who was Hannah's son. They were all in the temple. They were, they were in the house of God together. 
the two sons of Eli were into doing all they 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 had lost respect for God his word and his temple and they were just messing up they were just messing up the Bible says that they would do, they would even sleep with the ladies who serve in the church whenever they come to church on Sunday they'll just look through okay you 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 follow me eh, I'm calling you follow me And they'll go and finish them. First Samuel 2, 22. He says, Now Eli was very old and heard all that his sons did unto Israel, and how they lay with the women that assembled at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. He heard it. They were, they were just fooling around. The women, who, when they come to church, they will not go out looking for whatever. When they come to church, like it is church, it's nice. And hey. doing all kinds of things. And the sacrifices that were brought to God. And when they bring the sacrifice to God, they will choose this before it is roasted. Normally, it's supposed to be roasted to the Lord or sometimes boiled. Where the one that is supposed to be boiled, they'll say, we like the roasted one. Verse 16, chapter 2, verse 16. And if any man said, go up, go to 15. And also before they bent, go, let's see their problems. Go up. They have problems. They did so many foolish things. Go up. Now the sons of Eli were, the, were sons of Belial. They, they, were, they, they had food around so much in the house of God to the point that the Bible called them sons of Belial, sons of the devil. They were in church, but they were sons of the devil. That's what happens when you are not changing over a long period. Don't come and ask me after church, Pastor, am I a son of the devil? I didn't call you one. And the word of God is corrective. It reproves you. It's an instruction in righteousness. So allow it to change you. Decide that I'll not become like this. Don't say, Pastor, I feel like I'm like this already. Ah. Slap your neighbor and say, Ah, why? Why are you thinking like that? Yeah, it's just flashed into your mind. That's why I'm saying it. Hmm? These guys were fully in the house of God. Now the sons of Eli were sons of Belial. They knew not the Lord. They had been in church all their life. They were priests. Because their father was a priest. If you are born into a priest's house, you are a priest. They were all sons of Levi. But they knew the Lord. They knew not the Lord. They didn't know the Lord at all. Is it possible for you to be going and coming and not know the Lord? Is it possible? It's possible. The Lord himself said in Matthew chapter 7 verse 22, he says, depart from me, you workers of iniquity, for I knew you not. The Lord says he did not know them. They, didn't, they said, but Lord, we cast out devils in your name. We did this in your name. We did that in your name. He says, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I knew you not. Hmm? So it's possible. The Lord did not, they didn't know the Lord. The Lord did not know them. Next verse. This was a problem. If you know the Lord, it will curb you. To, it will, it will, if you feel that Jesus is in your life, the Holy Spirit is in your life, and that he's with you all the time. It will keep, it will keep your, the things you do in secret. And the things you, you allow yourself. You won't say, nobody's watching me. Pastor is not here. Who am I? Who am I? I don't have 70 eyes to look at, at everybody. I, and I'm not even praying for it to see your problems. I'm not interested. I'm not praying, Lord, show me what Edinam is doing right now. Ah, Edinam. She's doing construction. Ah, Lord. 
So you're doing that right. It's good. It's good. Listen, I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that. Lord, show me what Ohenewa is doing. Oh, she's in medical school. Ah, she's fine. She's cutting. She's trying to cut a dead body. <laughs> we don't have time for that. But the Holy Spirit has time for that. Because he's in you. And he's with you all the time. If you don't recognize that he's in you and with you, you, you will be, you'll be free of charge. You'll be a free radical. You know free radical? You are free. No fear of the Lord in your life. There's no fear of the Lord in your life. Hmm? No fear of the Lord. You should be afraid. Your heart should beat when you are doing some things. When you are getting into certain places, your heart should be beating. Do you know the heartbeat that affects your head? Your heart beats and then it starts affecting your head. You realize that the veins around this side is just going down. It's beating and going boom, 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 boom. Lord, this is not good for me. Let me just stand back. And the priest's custom with the people was that when any man offered sacrifice, the priest servants came while the flesh was seething with the flesh of three teeth in his hand. Next verse. And he struck it into the pan or kettle or cauldron or pot. All that the flesh brought up, the priest took for himself. So they did in Shiloh unto all the Israelites that came thither. You don't, we don't understand. Message, eh? go up. Go up 15 into four, uh, 13 into 14. About the customs of priests among the people, ordinarily, when someone offered a sacrifice, the priest servant was supposed to come up and while the meat was boiling, stab a three-pronged fork into the cooking pot. The priest then got whatever came up on the, on the fork. But this is how Elias treated all the Israelites who came to Shiloh to offer sacrifices to God. Next verse. Before they had even burned the fat to God. Before they even burned the fat. It's for God though, it's not for them. All. Before the people, as the people are bringing the sacrifice, they're just looking, okay, which one? Okay, 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 all right. All right, as you're about to give the offering, then they would take the money. Before they had even burned the fat to God, the priest servant would interrupt whoever was sacrificing and say, hey, hand over some of that meat for the priest to, re- to roast. The, he doesn't like bald meat. He likes his rare. He likes his, his own roast. My friend, stop, stop, stop what you're doing. The guy is offering a sacrifice to the Lord. Though. Like, Lord, I worship you with my... Then someone will tap you. My friend, my friend, my friend. <laughs> what are you doing? What do I do? My friend, give me my own. Hey! That's what we were doing in the house of God. Yeah, it's like those who still offering. There are ushers who still offering in certain churches. Here, if you still some, your hand will become a leper. I tell you, that's the truth. If it doesn't become a leper physically, to become a leper spiritually, that's more dangerous. So choose the physical one so we can pray for you, and then you become fine. Hallelujah. Yeah. As the offering, as they are taking. Listen, I went to a certain church. Eh? Someone gave a certain amount of money. In an envelope, he gave five thousand cities into the offering basket. In an envelope, when we were counting the offering, that envelope was not part. The five thousand had vanished. Yeah. One day we gave an offering in a, a small church at that time, and I gave fifty cities. I knew. You see, I gave fifty cities. Eh? When I went to check the offering that had come, there was no fifty cities inside. It was 20 cities, 10 cities, 2 cities. It had gone up to the Lord by force. I tell you. Hey! 
There was no 50 CDs inside. And then I started investigating. And I called the person. Oh, yeah, yeah I called the person. Sharp Yeah, it's serious. Before they had even been the fact of God, the priest servant would interrupt whoever was sacrificing and say, hand over some of that meat for the priest to roast. He doesn't like the boiled meat. He likes his rare. Next verse. If the man objected, first the Lord, let the fat be burned. God's portion. This is God's portion. Let, let me burn. Let me do my sacrifice. When I finish, I can give you yours. Then take all you want. The servant will demand. No, I want it now. If you won't give it, I'll take it. That was what they were doing in the church. What was meant for God, they were taking for themselves. Do you know that everybody here is for God? Do you know? Every child of always remember these things though. Every child of God is for the Lord. Acts chapter 20, verse 28. Acts 20, 28. Take heed unto yourself and unto the flock. Charlie? Uh Uh-huh. Take it therefore unto yourselves and to all the flock over by which the Holy Ghost has made you overseers to feed the church of God, which he purchased with his own blood. Have you seen it? He says, the church of everybody in the church was purchased with the blood of the Holy Ghost. That is the blood of Jesus Christ. So you are very, everybody is important. You are important, he's important. So if you start destroying her with your mouth, the one the Lord has saved, the one the Lord feels is precious, you use your mouth to destroy Okay, and take advantage of, or like you are, you are, you are being wicked to the person. The Lord will not take it kindly with you at all. It's very important we handle each other very well. Paul said, "Henceforth know we no man after the flesh." Even though we knew Christ after the flesh, now henceforth know we know Him like that no more. Don't see people in their flesh. Don't see people in, in like. Oh, this, this person, he doesn't have money. He's whatever. And so you don't relate to the person. This person, he doesn't. You don't. Ah, what are you talking about? These are children of God. God, Jesus died for them. If they were the only person on earth, Jesus would still have come to die for them. Don't talk about anybody like you are mad. Do you understand? Yeah, it should be very difficult for you. If you are maturing spiritually, it should be very difficult for you to talk about people and to say some things about people and to. This person has done this. This person has done that. Did you hear? Did you hear this one? Did you hear what he did? She did this. He did that. He did. Oh, Jesus died for that person. Give the person opportunity to grow. Don't take advantage of the person. Don't destroy the person's life with your mouth. No. They are for the Lord. They are here for the Lord. Don't take advantage of anyone. Don't use your power or your authority. There are leaders who ask for money from their, their sheep. Have I ever asked you money before? This man has been with me for years. I met him in 2010. This is 21. It's been 11 years. Have I ever asked for money from you? No, please. That's, uh, you know, the source are coming past. So I want you to send me 10,000 so that we can do. It's not possible. I have never done that before. I have never asked for money from anybody before from the church never i will never do it never i've never done but my needs are supplied all the time i ask god god supplies that's how that's how it works yeah now you have leaders in places where they take advantage of their sheep because they are the leader like this these are my five people my ten people okay they start using them come and wash my things for me Come and cook for me. Give me 
uh, five, five, uh, two thousand. I'll give it back to you. It, they will never give it back. They know the person has a car. Come, come, I want you to drop me here. Then you use the person's car. Driving all around, all around, all around. You said you were coming for it for two hours. It's been two days. It has not gone back. Do you think the Lord will take it kindly with you? You are misusing God's possession. Huh? You are just like Hophni and Eli's sons. Is it, are they Hophni and Phineas? Oh, I mentioned the wrong name. Oh, was I right? I was right. Eh? Yeah. I'm not sure I'm right. Yeah. Look at this. Go back to First Samuel. Oh. It was a horrible sin these young servants were committing. And right in the presence of God, desecrating the holy offerings to God. Wow. All, the, all what God calls holy. When the Lord is trying to help this young sister stand in the Lord. You, the leader, you are cutting her down. You want to have sex with her. You, the church member, you want to have... As we are trying to bring her out of her mulligano's life, some way life, you are standing by like a fox. As we are seeing someone we are raising, you are seeing sheep for, for food. Let me chew. <laughs> what is for the Lord? No, you. You want. Yeah. One day we finish, we finish a service in one of our churches. When we finish, I notice a brother who has, he has chucked the girl somewhere, one of the ladies somewhere. You know, I really like you and I, I like the way you are looking. Every time when you come, Charlie, you look sexy, pal. He was in his church and saying sexy. I couldn't believe it. I just look at him like this. Like, wow, Lord, we have a lot of work to do. That's what I just said. We have a lot of work to do. Hey, you can say sexy in the, in the four corners of the, of the, of the church. You are looking sexy, but I like the way your bottoms are looking. I wish I could squeeze them in there. In the house of the Lord. Hey. You are desecrating the holy offerings <laughs> to God. You are desecrating the holy offerings to God. Like, let the word of God affect you. Eh? What do you think? Yeah, let the word of God affect you. Why all these things were going on? Why was these boys were doing these foolish things? Eh? Samuel was also in the same church and he was seeing things differently. He decided to get to know the Lord. So he was sleeping in front of the, the Ark of Covenant. That was where he was sleeping. He was sleeping right in front of the Ark of Covenant. Yeah. And the Lord spoke to him and he became a mighty prophet. All these guys died, including your father who would not correct them. You see, I don't want to be a father who allows foolishness to prevail in your life. That is why I can talk to you in a certain way sometimes. Why? Because we are trying to preserve you. Yeah, you see, another one, it says, in the midst of all this, somehow a boy dressed in a priestly lining tunic served God. In the midst of all the foolishness that we are doing, he served God. Yeah, he decided that I'm not going to allow myself to be corrupted by these things. I'm going to stay in the same house, same church. I'm not going to allow myself to be corrupted by these things. Gossiping, gossiping all over the place. Hey, have you heard? That, that pastor did this. Ah, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Who shouldn't do something? 
Anna, everybody must do something. If the person has done something, pray for the person. Don't be talking. Hmm, have you heard? Hmm. You have not heard. Ha! <laughs> ha! It's serious. What is it? It <laughs> to shock you. See me, see me here. Let me tell you. When you meet that, hmm, what is it? It's so, it's so serious. Like you are heightening the persons. Hey. Yeah, it's, it's serious. Hmm? Let us love one another and be kindly affectioned towards one another. What do you think? You, should, you can read their end. They all died in one day. All of them died in one day. All of them. Hopefully, I was right. Yeah. All of them died in one day. Their father, the two sons, all of them died in one day. And God said their portion of the priestly service was cut off completely. No priest came out of their house again. Everybody left. You can't, you can't, have, you can't have this. The Lord warned them, warned them, warned them. You don't mind it. You have to be careful. Hmm? Yeah. You've heard us preach concerning relationships. Eh? You know who to choose and what to choose. When someone who is not godly texts you, you text back. Hey. <laughs> Hello. Hello. When those who are Christian brothers text you and say, Hello. Hey, my friend, what I do, what are you texting me for? What I do in my DM? Hey! You the Christian brothers too. Do the right thing. Don't get in touch with five ladies. You are chatting with this girl. 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 You are seeing which one will be. What is wrong with you? No, 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 no. We don't do it like that. Listen. One, one young man, one of our guys, you know, tried to get close to this girl. They were texting. They were both in church. Texting, talking. The girl even went to go and cook for him. Okay? The girl went to cook for him and all of that. Then the boy started asking people, is this girl good? Ah. Is this girl, how is her character like? So he'll ask you. And then ask you. And then ask you. And then ask you. And then ask you. He has about six different people in different branches of our church. Yeah, how, how is she like? How is she like? Ah. How am I like? How am I like? Did you even pray before getting close to me? Did you pray before texting me? You didn't pray. You are just texting me. And you are, I'm, I'm preparing food for you to eat. You are now asking, how am I? How am I how? You deserve... Serious as Mbob with Pastor Elikam's hand. Slap you. I, I was so angry when I heard it. And I'm going to deal with him. Because he's expected to know better. Yeah. Maybe he's listening to that message. I'm coming to deal with you. I tell you. Yeah. Come to deal with you big time. You don't do that. Pray before you get close. Do you understand? Before you start getting close. Emalaba. Rabalaba. Modaba. So that you are sure of the steps you are making. Not testing the waters. Let's see if, if how is she? How is she like? How is she like saying? Did you pray? You didn't pray. You didn't pray before getting close. 
Yeah. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying? Is what I'm saying making sense at all to you? Yeah. You should pray and have a word from the Lord that get close to this person. Not, uh, okay, hey, this girl has hips. But she doesn't have much breasts. This one to have breasts, she doesn't have much hips. This one has breasts and hips. But her bottoms are not so big. This one can cook. This one has a good job. I don't have a good job. This one has a good job. So when we marry, it will be very nice, but she can look after me. So you do your calculations. Oh, you're a canal, You're a foolish boy. You do your calculations, and then you move. We move. No. Pray. Tell me about pray. Yeah. And you, the lady, when they come and propose to you, you to pray and find out if God will give you that affection for the person. You think marriage is, 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 is normal and easy. Eh? It's not easy for a lot of people. Eh? It's not easy for a lot of people. I'm a pastor. I've pastored for years. And I've blessed so many weddings. Probably more than 50. Oh yeah, more than 50. Since I started pastoring. Blessed so many weddings. And I've seen so many problems. Yeah. So many problems. Mm. Even those who prayed about it are suffering. How much more you who didn't pray about it? You who didn't pray. Yeah. Pray before you get close. So that you'll be certain, you'll be convicted. You will not need people's information before you know whether the choice you're making is right or not. Do you understand? No. You don't do that. You pray. You talk to your pastor about it. Yeah. Pastor. This, this pastor here came to see me about somebody. And I told him that, listen, this girl, if you would want your life to end, you can go with this girl. <laughs> no, am I, am I t- it's true, pastor. <laughs> I told him. The lady was in our church. And I said, if you want your life not to go forward, to end, it's okay, you can go. You can go and propose and continue. Bye-bye. Yeah. He, now he understood. Recently, I was driving with him on a long journey. He said, pastor, Thank you for telling me what you told me. Because now I found a beautiful, that's his beautiful wife over there. Yeah. Now I found a beautiful wife who is helping me and doing this and helping. I was like, wow. Yeah. So you pray to God and then you talk to your pastor. Don't go and talk to anybody. Talk to God straight to your pastor. Do you understand? Don't ask boys, boys. Charlie, the chick, if I. How if I if I or you know fine, the chick no alpha, it be good or you know good. Boys don't have a proper perspective; they will say all kinds of things. Go to your pastor if they propose to you. Go to your pastor straight, straightforward. Because normally, and we know what is going on with most of most of us. We know you be surprised. We know what is going on with most of most of you. We know you may think I don't know you, but I know you. Yeah, we know. So your pastor can tell you, hey, this one is, is bottomless pit. You will never, your, your problems will never end. Bottomless, you keep going and going. And, yeah, yeah. You will never have an end to your problems. This one, no. Huh. Go and pray more and come. Yeah. And you go back, pray, Lord, point me 
Shoot and kill, Lord. Point and kill. Let me know. But if you use your physical eyes, you are in trouble, I tell you. And it all boils down to your spiritual growth. Spiritual growth. Okay? Yes. Maybe you are 35. Nobody has come to propose to you. Don't, don't fret. One day I was talking to my mother. And I said, oh, ma, there's a lady who is 36. Who just had a child. Hey, she's old, pal. You know what my mother told me? My mother told me, people start giving birth at 38, 40. That's when some people start their... That's when they start giving birth. Do you understand? Yes. So, she, she, she's too young. Yeah. When she said, change my person, I was like, oh, it's true. Yeah, it's a long time ago. So, don't say, I am 35. I am 38. Nobody has proposed to me. Who? I am beyond the flower of my age. Who puts that flower there? Who puts that flower there? Whenever you are fretting, whenever you are anxious about something, you will tend to make mistakes around those things. And the devil looks for those who are anxious, those who are fretting. Hey, this thing is not happening. You want to have a child? This one is not coming. The child is not coming. Relax. When your mind, I can tell you, I don't remember how uh, my son was conceived. I don't know which one caused my son to be conceived. I don't know. We were just enjoying life. Yeah. My wife is pregnant now. I don't know which one, which one it was. I can't say, hey, it was this particular. Relax. Tell me about relax. Enjoy life. The Lord will honor you. Eh? God is faithful. Tell me about God is faithful. He will honor you. Don't say, Pastor, I've been attending many people's weddings. Pastor, I've been made of honor. Bridesmaid. Flower girl. I've done all those things for people. <laughs> don't say i'm going to give birth and come yeah i'm going to give birth and come nobody's proposing to me so now i want to give birth so whoever is available i'm also available i'm going to give birth and come. some people have, have started doing that in some churches yes like now i'm 35 i need a child I don't have a husband, but I need a child so that I can have children. Listen, people bury all their children before they die. If you don't know. There are people who have that. They bury all their children before they die. Or their children grow up and become a heartache. When, the, when you hear your child's name, then you become agitated. When you hear your son's name, hey! Yeah. Stop on boy. All the bad things you can think about because of how you got him. Yeah, you didn't wait on the Lord. You wanted your own. Look at what is happening in the Middle East. Have you seen Middle East? All that is happening there is because of one, one person's mistake. Yeah. Sarah. Sarah said, hmm, we, are wait, we have waited. When God spoke to us, I was 55. Now I'm 85. Now I am, I think at that time she was 65. Or 75, one of them. I don't have a child. Let's help God. This is Hagar, my handmaid. Abraham, feel free. Be happy. Abraham said, oh, 
what, what are you talking about? You are my love. You are the only one I want to be with. Hey, 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 my friend. <laughs> Go and enjoy yourself and stop what you are doing. Ishmael came. This is all oh, what is happening in Israel. The bombs are coming, grenade, whatever. Is this particular problem? Yeah. Yeah. Because she couldn't wait on the Lord. She needed to take things, matters into her own hands. Problems. It has continued to date. So I don't know which problem you will, you will bring. <laughs> Do you understand? Which problem you will bring by deciding that I've waited that nobody's coming to marry me. Eh? They say we should marry someone who's a Christian and all of that. All the Christian boys, they are dull. They are not doing whatever. They are not, they are, they are not wild. They are, you want a wild guy. Okay. Be happy. With all the wildness, the Lord will be with you. Hallelujah. Don't be like Hophni and Phinehas. Be like Samuel. Tell me, but be like Samuel. Yes, take the Lord's things seriously. Yes, and allow His word to change you. Make changes as the word of God comes to you. When you hear the word, make changes along that line. And you watch your life going forward. And you'll have fruits in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless.